Welcome back. Hey, Peter. Giggity. Giggity. Sorry. Giggity. Anyways, Josh, how are you doing? I'm all right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay. Okay. So, um... Uh, do you want to talk about movies? You want to talk about <laughs> movies? I'm going to fucking kill you. you want to talk Josh, about- we went from, how are you doing? It's like, I'm okay. I'm just like, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about movies? It's a movie podcast. <laughs> is that let's what it is? talk about something completely offbeat. Like, let's just, let's just start talking about politics. No, I don't the want election. to talk about politics. Oh, yeah, elections. Canada has elections. Yeah, wow. I, uh, I went to the States and... Um, uh, I think one of the guys was just like, oh, what are your politics like? And I was like, I don't fucking know because I see so much of yours that I forget that Canada has their own. That's uh, uh, the same. Yeah. I'm more invested in U.S. politics than I am in Canadian politics. It's, it's watching good. a reality show there. Because, well, then I, because then when election time comes up, comes around, I have like a week to so that I can make a well-informed decision. Is it on the 20th? Election? I think so. Yeah. I can't wait to vote. I can't wait to wait like in a lineup that takes me 40 minutes to just write a check mark. I just want to vote for the Communist Party of Canada. Oh my God. Yeah. When it says like liberal, NDP, yeah. conservative, conservative, other, yeah. other. I'm going to hit up the communists. communists. I actually went to a communist rally. How was it? It was fucking weird. I mean, yeah. It, it, was, it was weird. Yeah. Um, it was when I was in, it was when I was in first year. Okay. Um, one of one of uh, my roommate's friends just had this thing like he just he just believed in communism like just as a joke, oh, right? So we, we like we called each other comrades all the time. Hello, comrade. And then just uh, by chance we were like they were walking. They saw a poster for like the Communist Party of Canada rally in such and such a building in this room. Mm-hmm. So like they rented out a lecture hall and they used it. So then we were like, all right, we're going to check this shit out. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went, and it was. Very weird. Like weird so, in what way? Like like they were talking. I I don't even remember. This was like three years ago. But like I just remember they were like talking about like we're gonna go to this rally mm-hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna do something. And I was just sitting there like, hell yeah. What is what's what's going on? Because <laughs> I'm not that big into politics. Like some no, of my yeah. friends are like all they like they just live and breathe politics. Yeah. I can't hold a conversation about politics for shit. No. Um, but then this one guy's asking a lot of questions, right? Mm-hmm. And he's asking and he's asking. And the four of us are just in the back row just listening. And then he gets up and he walks down to the stage, takes out a MAGA hat, make America Damn. great again, Yeah, puts it on, and then just says, you're fucked in the head. You're fucked in the head. You're fucked in the head. And he almost gets into a fight with, like, three of them. No and then, shit. So then we're just like, okay, I think it's time to leave. So they kick him out and yeah. his friend. And then uh, we leave because we're like, yeah, that got pretty intense. Yeah. We go outside. He's still out there. He's like... Oh yeah, you know, I could tell you guys aren't into it. You guys were probably just here just to check it out. And we're like, yeah. And then he's like, all right, well, we're gonna go get a beer. Do you guys want to come? And I was like, I've had my fill. I've had yeah. my fill. And that was my experience with communism. Wow, you saw you saw that. You saw a MAGA guy. Uh, you saw the communist people um, cheering, yelling, and uh, you know what? I think I think that would be enough for me when it came to politics too. If I yeah. was there. That's when I realized. And then and then the friend that was like fake believed in communism, from that day forward, he stopped. Really? We stopped calling each other comrades. Aww. We like, it like, it just gave us, it was just traumatic. It was like, oh my God, never again. It, it turned him into a libertarian. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, um, wow. But 
You want to talk about movies? <laughs> now we can talk about movies. Okay. We talked about communism and politics, but now we can talk about movies. Nevis, what's your favorite movie of all time? Uh, the Iron Giant. I think I already said that. In yeah, a, you did. Yeah. You did. I should have known that. It's okay. <laughs> I don't even listen to my own podcast. I just make it and then just forget about it. Yeah. Um, I watched some of it, but I skipped the parts where Josh is talking. <laughs> Which is only like 10 minutes of the podcast. The no, I talk a lot. What we post on Instagram. <laughs> I love how in our last episode, I was going to mention this in our last episode, that you talked about how you don't use Twitter and you're the one that runs our Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't use Twitter at all. It's like, wait, what the fuck? No, no, no. I don't use Twitter in the same way other people use Twitter where they just talk about, oh, you know this uh, actor uh, from 1951? He's a bad person. And I'm like, wow. How is he dead? Is like, yes, he's been dead for 15 years, but he was a bad person. I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna get into trouble with this conversation, so I'm gonna move on. I'm just saying, like, my favorite movie is The Godfather. Shit, like, uh, yeah, my favorite Godfather. My favorite movie is either, good. either The Godfather or Godfather 2. I think I've mentioned this, but it really depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Some yeah. days I want to watch The Godfather, some days I want to watch Godfather Part 2. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I never was into older movies. Until, I mean, I like I loved Rocky, yeah. as evidence that our first episode was literally like when we were talking about this podcast. I was like, first episode's about Rocky, yeah, because we just had a great conversation yeah. about Rocky, and then we were like, yeah, let's do a let's do a freaking podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than the Rocky movies, I think up until I was like sixteen, I never watched any like old movies, and then one day, oh yeah, it was uh, after summer school, mm-hmm. pretty much in grade. Between grade 11 and grade 12, I tried to fast-track English. Yeah. Grade 12 English. And my summer school English teacher was a dick who didn't want to tell us our final grades until the very last second. Because oh if I found gosh. out, like, I was like, if I'm getting anything under an 85, mm-hmm. I'm dropping the course, you know, because yeah. universities take, like, 5% off of that. So I'm, I yeah. need to have, like, at least an 85 uh, in this class so that if they take 5% off, unis will see that I got an 80 in English. Mm-hmm. We did read some fantastic books, to, uh, books and plays. Like I really enjoyed the stuff we read. I read Frankenstein. It's like a three hundred page book, nice. and I read it. I read it in a weekend just because I couldn't put it down. That's one. Holy moly! But um, yeah, this guy just didn't want to tell us what our grades were. So the last day to find out, to like go down to the office and drop a course, mm-hmm. that's when he told us. But he didn't even tell us at the beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. There were three days left in the summer course, and. He told us at the end of the day. Wow. Wow. Was that the first sneeze? On our podcast. On our podcast. I actually, like, I thought about that um, before <laughs> our first, our, our um, last week's episode. Like, I sneezed, and I was like, I hope I don't sneeze during the podcast or do something do something weird. Sneezing <laughs> you know? isn't weird, Josh. Well, not, not like that. Like, I can't control it. We can't control sneezing. Yes, you can. Just try harder. No, because I, I almost got a migraine doing that. I held in a sneeze once and oh, worse headache. What do you mean? Like, how did you hold it in? Like, I can go. I was like. That's... What are you laughing about? <laughs> Christian laughs at my pain because it's funny. <laughs> um, but where was I going? Oh, yeah. So yeah, sorry. the thing is, the office closes. So like when the office is closed, you can't drop your course. Yep. So I want to drop the. I want to find out what my grade is on this last day, so I can like drop the course if I need to, or continue on and do the CPT. Yeah. And I asked him before lunch. I'm like, "Hey, Mister So and So, I forgot his name. Yeah. Like, can I just find out what my average is, uh, please?" He's like, "I'll tell everyone at the end of the day." And I'm like, "All right, fuck you too, then." And um, mm. what's it called? Uh, I guess everybody else felt the same way. So. <clears throat> 
at the end of the day, he tells us what our averages are. Obviously, yeah. I, like my average was not above an eighty-five. So I, um, so when we all found out what our average was, sorry, I'm my, I'm just very scatterbrained right now. It's okay. You talked about eighty-five. What the f- Christian's pointing at your laptop? I, I uh, Christian, just talk. Just talk. He's like this. Show me the money. Show me the money. <laughs> talk about boomer movies, Josh. Oh my god. <laughs> Let me finish my story, goddammit. Well, you were talking about it for 50 years. You're like, okay, listen. Mr. Digovich. <laughs> he gave me an 84 listen, instead of an 85. A point to this he story. gave me an 84 instead of an 85. Okay, the point is then I found out I, I then I then I dropped my class. And so there was three days left in the semester. And then, then there was August before mm-hmm. grade 12. So I dropped the course and then yeah. I had like freedom. Mm-hmm. So that's when I like I put on The Godfather on Netflix because I was just home and I was used to waking up early to go to school. Mm-hmm. So I just woke up one day. My my mom with my my family was gone because I think my brothers went to camp. My mom was volunteering at it. My dad was at work. So I was like, okay, sweet, home alone. Mm-hmm. And I went on Netflix to watch something. I think I watched a couple episodes of Friends, and then I was like, nice. Let me check out this Godfather movie, mm-hmm. you know. And I watched it. And the first time I watched it, I was like, that was that was a good movie. And then I did a little bit of reading on Wikipedia because I don't think I completely understood it uh, fully. Mm-hmm. So then I rewatched it. Yeah. And the second time I watched it, I was like, holy shit, this movie's fucking fantastic. Yeah. And then I watched the second one and I was like, I was like, holy crap, this is fantastic. And then I watched the third one and I was like, holy crap, this is a step down. I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a step down. And uh, I think I watched The Godfather like at least like 15 times that summer. Yeah. Just to appreciate it more. And ever since then, it's been The Godfather and The Godfather Two have been my favorite movies. That's good. That's a that's a good pick. Yeah, those are those two are good. Picks. But I feel like it's a pretty normy pick. Like when I tell people like my favorite movies The Godfather, it's like yeah, everyone yeah number one rated movie ever. Wow. Like, I wish <laughs> I wish my favorite movie was something obscure. You know. I mean, there's some. I don't know. It's up to you. You just gotta watch a movie that. Hits you in the you know in the just, in the heart. Yeah, I just feel like I don't watch a lot of obscure movies in general. There's a lot on this uh, streaming site called Tubi, T-U-B-I. Yeah, is it free? Uh, I think so. You could double check. I probably but will. But there's a ton of movies on there that I watched. Not a sponsor, by the way. Not sponsored, unless they give me money or us money. I'm sorry. Anyways, okay. um, no, there's a lot of obscure movies on there. Like There's this one movie called Brain Damage. Okay. It was made in the 80s. It was this guy who basically has like this alien parasite in his body mm-hmm. that treats it like a drug. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'll give you this juice inside your brain and you'll have the greatest time ever. All you need to do is just like put me in your neck and whenever there's a person that I want to eat, you walk up to them and, you know, I eat their brains. And the guy's like, okay. <laughs> and uh, It kind of sounds like like Venom. It's it's like the 80s version of Venom. Didn't yeah, Venom come out in the 80s? Like wasn't his character introduced in the 80s? Venom from Spider-Man. Yeah, Venom from Spider-Man. I thought it was the 90s. Maybe. Because Venom seems like a '90s like villain in mm-hmm. terms of like aesthetic, mm-hmm. but um, I think it was the '80s because that's when they like came out with the, like in, in the comic book world. We really should have talked about this in our last episode. Well, you were talking about other stuff. I was talking about other stuff. And I that's was also life. very sleepy in our last episode. So you I- were very sleepy in your last episode, right, Josh? Yes, and yes. Then I drank a lot of coffee. You drank so much that day. I I drank. How a many did you take? Count. Not including the coffee I had that morning and not including my energy drink that morning, 
because I did have an energy drink that morning Holy as well. Holy shit. I had an energy drink as soon as I woke up, and then I had an entire cu- pot of coffee in my protein shake, and then I came here and I had two cups, two sh- things of espresso, oh and I had another one after we wrapped up the episode, and then I had another one right before I drove home. Oh my gosh. So, and then I think I might have picked up Tim Hortons on the way home. Of course you did. Because I wanted a nice cap. But, um... That is a lot of caffeine. But <laughs> any, you know, no, yeah, like Tubi, there's a lot of movies like that that are obscure. And I was just like, you know what? I'm glad I watched that because, like, I don't see a lot of people talk about movies like that. You just yeah. kind of like. Pick. But, like, what other, like, older films have you uh, watched? Because I feel like it's oh, a man. kind of an understood thing that Nevis is a lot more well watched than I'm. He's seen a lot more movies than I have. I'm just here to. It's make dick and ball jokes. Not always, Josh. You you make you contribute a lot. Yeah, sometimes I make self-deprecating humor. You're right. You do it better than I do <laughs> with the self-deprecating humor. Well, yeah, it's just because I hate myself. <laughs> it's method. <laughs> it's method acting. Yeah. Oh man. Method acting at its finest. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody, sign me a deal, please. Oh no, they will. Um, no, for me, like I I grew up watching like. 80s comedies and stuff like that because my dad always showed them to me. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, the Chevy Chase movies, Vacation, stuff like that. Yeah. Saw those so many times. Caddyshack, Ghostbusters, uh, what was it, John Candy comedies and stuff like that. Oh, you yeah. know, oh man. It, w- it was a ton of those films. So I have a, a lot of these weird references like I always think about and I'm just like, oh yeah, like nobody really knows what I'm talking about when yeah. I reference it. Like there's one where it's like... Um, Whenever somebody asks a question or something like that, I always reference like, it's like, oh, is this going to work, Matthew? And it's like, oh, is a frog's ass watertight? What the fuck? It's a frog's ass watertight. And everyone's like, what? And it's like, you know, it's like that. You say that to people? I said it a few times when I heard my dad say it to me. Whenever Your dad said that to you? A couple times, man. Wait, is a frog's ass watertight? I'm going to say that to And it's an obvious like, yes type of thing. I didn't even know if a wa- is a frog's ass watertight. I don't know the, the anatomy. Here's of a the thing: frog. I used to say it so many times that I was like, "Wait a minute, where's that from?" Because that's got to be from something. Turns out it was from this really old film from the '80s starring Michael Keaton called Gung Ho, which is about uh, I think he owned like an automobile company and like a bunch of. Uh, uh, what is it? Executives from uh, Japan yeah. came to America, and they're like, "Oh, we're integrating the U.S. company and stuff." Mm-hmm. So they're like talking to Michael Keaton and stuff. It's like, "So do you think it's a good idea?" And then Michael Keaton's like, "No, it's a frog's ass watertight." And then they look and they just talk for like a couple minutes. And it's like, uh, "We believe it is," and that's like the joke. They like literally take it. Yeah. <laughs> and then like that line's just been my favorite line to use. Like, uh, like references is whenever um. It's usually with my brothers because my brothers like always piss me off, and I'll be like, mm-hmm. "You're as useful as a poopy flavored lollipop." Poopy flavored lollipop. I love that. Yeah, what movies are from? Um, that's from a movie. You might you got to tell me this. Have one. you never seen Dodgeball, a true underdog story with oh Vince Vaughn and uh, Justin Long? And I need to catch up on like those recent comedies. Cause, they came uh, out in 2004. No, like, I sound this like guy. we're talking about boomer movies. I'm buddy I'm over here watches 80s and 70s movies, and I'm over here. Oh, I haven't watched anything recent, bitch. It's almost 20 years old. The 90s. I watch a lot of 90s comedies too, from a time to time. You know, it's, it's honestly just I don't think I watch a lot of comedy movies in general. Like, I love. I'd say my favorite comedy is probably Grown Ups. 
grown-ups yeah i love grown-ups i mean a lot of people say it's like a stupid movie but i feel like everybody has like that one stupid movie that they just enjoy you know what mine is what is it nacho libre okay nacho libre is not stupid nacho libre is art thank you thank you thank you yeah thank you it's about time somebody started saying this get the nacho libre fans yeah in here and it's it's amazing. It's a community. I, People understand that Nacho Libre is a fantastic movie. Oh man! Every line that Jack Flack says, instantly I laugh. Nacho, Nacho, Chancho, I need to borrow some sweets. <laughs> Which is like, uh, all right, let's do the episode where you just do impressions. Do, do your Nacho Libre. Get that corn out of my face! I look like a fool last night. What took you so long? And then like, there's a long pause, and he's like. It's no use. I want to be a great fighter, but I can't even beat up a couple of guys. <laughs> that was good. That was fucking good. It's like, uh, oh, I love that. Or when he uh, when he baptizes his uh, his buddy or whatever, mm-hmm. he's like, I don't believe in God. I believe in science. And he's like, you've not been baptized? <laughs> and then like, he, he gets a bowl and he's just like, don't worry. And then he just like dunks his head in the water. <laughs> it is the funniest thing ever. And whenever the fight comes in where he's just like, the first fight that they have, he's got like that uh, gray sweatsuit or whatever. Mm. And like his buddy's getting beat up and stuff in the background. And then he's like talking to the audience. Like, hey, you, I'm talking to you. Hey, give me a piece of corn. <laughs> Send me a piece of that corn. And then like he, his, as he's talking, his friend's getting beat up by like the two wrestlers. Oh my God. I'm sorry. We're all right, we got to add oh. that. We're doing a Nacho Libre episode. Oh, we got to watch. Or just Jack Black in general. Okay. Jack Black in general is hilarious. Alrighty, but... Uh, oh, my God. Back mm. to boomer movies. Yeah, that's not a boomer movie. That's... I mean, it came out 15 years ago, but it's still not a boomer movie. So um, I'm just curious. When was the first time you watched The Godfather? Um, Probably when I was 15, maybe. Yeah. 15 or 14. Really? Yeah, we had it on Blu-ray because um, I just thought, hey, why don't we just get it on blu-ray and watch it because i remember um my grandparents and like a few family members always talked about it and it's like oh yeah that's a that's a nice film like i remember hearing godfather for the first time when i was in the states talking with some family members and uh they were just having wine and just reminiscing like oh that's now that's a movie like that is a movie like everyone talks about movies coming out now and it's like hey you know but godfather man I still think about it type of thing. Like, they were reminiscing so much of that, and they were talking about specific scenes that they remember, like yeah. the scene where uh, Vito, like, uh, dies and the kid's still walking in the field and stuff. It's like, yeah. It was like, I felt that type of thing, and I was like, damn. I was, like, 12 years old hearing these stories yeah. about people watching the movie, and I was like, holy crap, I got to see this. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's it's a very cinematic uh, movie. It it takes a lot of tropes that you've seen like in later movies. Yeah, and it's yeah, it comes together really well. Godfather one and two. See, my family was a little different. We just talked about songs from Bollywood movies, but that those are classics in and of yeah, themselves. Yeah, I watched a lot of Bollywood movies with my grandpa as a kid. What's your favorite Bollywood movie? I think I already mentioned this, but it's uh, it's called Kalhona Ho. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I think. You did mention that in a few episodes, but I cut you off because I was like, okay, now we end it. And you're just like, (gasps) 
No, it was from the episode where you forced me to keep talking because you're like, oh, we need to add a little bit more time to this episode. And I was like, yeah. Why? Let's just end it. And you're like, no, let's, let's what's your yeah. favorite movie? Who's your favorite actor? And I, was like, and I was like, dude, what the hell? Sorry. But yes, uh, that is probably my uh, favorite Bollywood film. Probably one of my favorite films. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think it's a remake of like another movie. Like, so mm. there, there's probably a movie out there that I would enjoy. Like, it's a remake of an older movie because it came out in 2003. Yeah. Um, What's interesting, what, what, what's actually hitting me, because I recently, I, I feel like a lot of these movies, I just, I say, I recently rewatched it, but I really rewatched it a few weeks ago mm. before I moved out of my old apartment. Okay. I just watched it, because I was just feeling to watch a Bollywood movie, and I put this one on, and I was like, I'm not really feeling this, so I put that on, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a movie. Yeah. This is a cinematic movie. Um, spoiler alert. The main character dies, and the mm. epilogue is like twenty years after his death. And I was thinking, Damn. "Holy shit! It's been almost twenty years <sighs> since my man Aman died. So I've been alive for too long." <laughs> Wait, that's what you got from it? Yeah, my baby that brother you've lived started, too long. <laughs> my baby brother started in high school, dude. I've been alive for too long. Yeah, I mean, Fucking I wouldn't, old. I wouldn't word it like that. It's just you know, we get old. No, yeah. I've been I've been on this planet for too long. I, Why I, do you keep saying that, shot? I'm too old. I'm too fucking old. You're not. Hold on. Microphone. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. I'm the media guy, and <laughs> I didn't even know. Hey, hey. I, I was just, like, "What's this hey, doing here?" Hey, just me, pal. You're not that guy. I'm not that guy. He's not that guy. When um, are we gonna abuse that meme? Like, I think we're beating a dead horse when we say that. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> it's a meme. I love beating a dead horse. My favorite pastime. Oh, you meant metaphorically. Oh, yes. Yeah. Josh. Yeah. Uh, so that's what do you think I'm of not- Godfather 3? <laughs> <laughs> um, when did that movie come out? It came out in like the 90s, right? 1990, yeah. Uh, I found it very plot. Like, so when I went into watching it, I didn't mm-hmm. know that it was like this hated, like. It's such a step yeah. down. I went into thinking it would be just as good as the other ones. And oh, then the yeah. plot just didn't really grab me as much as the previous ones did. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, when does this get good? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, the whole hit happened. I was like, yeah. I'm not, I'm still not. It's been an hour. Yeah. When's it going to come? And then so what's her name starts sleeping with her with her cousin. And I was like. Oh, yeah, that's another weird thing in the movie. It's like, this is getting fucking weird. <laughs> it's like, uh. What was what? Why was that needed? This Ford Coppola was like Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas just like buddies, and like George Lucas was like, "Dude, you know what I did with Luke and Leia? You need to do that in one of your movies." And you know what? You should get your daughter to do it. That's fucked up. Yeah, I know. I I think I just made a really fucked up joke. It's okay. Um, What a theory, though. (laughs) Like what? I've yet to hear anyone else say that. A film theory. What's that fucking dude's name? Matt Pat. Matt Pat. Yeah. So, um, I probably have one of the most obnoxious voices on YouTube. You don't like Matt Pat? I don't care. He makes these weird videos. He makes game theory. Okay. The thing is about game theory is that I can't watch anymore because every time I hear game theory, I think about economics, and I want to—I just want to jump off a cliff when I hear game theory now. Yeah, that's rough. So that's why I only watch film theory. Film theory? Well, that's just a theory. I don't know. He's not as bad as Watch Mojo, but like, you don't like the Watch Mojo voice? I no, I think she's cool. I think like her personally is cool, but like the content that they like. Oh yeah, it's very. 
Number 10, um, the blanket from scene 56 on Quentin Tarantino's Jackie Brown. It's like, I thanks, Josh. Thank you for pushing it closer. Christian, did you? Okay. I was like, He's yo, on his knees. yo, what? you're going you're gonna to play like the, the saxophone. He's like, I'm going to make a meme out of that now. I mean, that's going to be our next post. Yeah, probably. Um, but no, Godfather 3, you weren't feeling it? Not really, no. It never really gripped me. I mean, Al Pacino was pretty good in that movie, but again, yeah. I think we mentioned this in a previous episode that he was really, in that movie, he was just doing his later characters. Like, in Godfather yeah. 1 and 2, he was he was Michael Corleone, and in Godfather 3, he was just Al Pacino. They said I was out, then they pulled me back in. Yeah, but That's there, were, we, there uh, weren't good scenes in that movie. No. Like, I feel like the scene where he had that diabetic attack was very emotional when he starts screaming for Fredo. Yeah. Yeah, that that got me. Like yeah. that kind of gripped me. Mm-hmm. Um, when he asks for forgiveness, that was another great scene. Fuck yeah, with uh, the the priest. And even though, uh, what what was his daughter's name in that movie? Anyway, Marie. Yeah, Mary. Sure. I don't know. It was Mary. Mary. So I watched yeah. Goodfellas, so I, I've been thinking Marie. They were all married to girls named Marie. Marie. Their daughters were named Marie too. They Marie. Mary. Marie. Mary Corleone. Mary Corleone. Um, even though, like, when she died, it was terrible because of dad. dad. Yeah, that's fucking rough. This, when Al Pacino screams, playing. that shit, like, sent a chill down my spine because, like, it was silent and it was music. And then, like, he let one last scream, and I was like, holy, bu-. like, just seeing the silence, I was like, this guy's giving it at all, his all. Am I going to hear it? It's similar to, like, do you watch, yeah. Harry, are you a Harry Potter guy? Yeah. I watched all the Harry Potter movies. You know that, uh, you know when Sirius dies? Sirius Black. Damn, yeah. You know how, like, uh, that was in, um, Order Order of the the Phoenix? Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, you know when he dies and, like, it's silent and it's just music and Harry screaming? Yeah. You saw the thing where it's like, they did have audio, but it was too painful. Like, everyone started crying when he was screaming, so they had to cut it out. Because it was very, very emotional. Holy shit. And so I was thinking that when I was watching The Godfather 3, that, like, am I going to hear his screams? And then I heard it and I was like, oh my God, this guy's yeah. in pain. Mm-hmm. You know? that, was a, that was a very hard... The thing about Godfather 3 is I kind of had the opposite effect. I heard so many things about it being shit. It's like people compared it to like Indiana Jones 4, uh, the prequels of Star Wars. Like remember that era of like YouTube where everyone just like, Oh, I hate the uh, what the fucking I hate this sequel. I hate that one. They ruined the franchise yes. and stuff. We're they, still in that era. Yeah, but more political. Well, maybe my brain. More, just thinks no, of Star you know Wars. what it is. It's more political now. It's like, oh, there's a woman, and it's just like you know, politics have to. Sorry, I know I didn't want to, but you know what I mean. You people know that culture now, and it sucks. Yeah, it's the Last canceled. Jedi. Well, yeah, the Last you Jedi know, is just because I don't like the Last Jedi. Exactly, but people it's not use that a girl in it. It's just because no, but you, people make that shitty excuse. Yeah, and I don't yeah. like that. I feel like that's it's just become that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But like back then, it was just like no, they ruined the franchise and stuff. So I was like, okay, let me watch Godfather Three. Everyone's been shitting on it. I watch it. Not as good as the first two, but I would watch it again. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a a decent movie. It's definitely over a five out of ten. I feel like I would give it a seven. A seven, really? Yeah, that's I know. Generous. I I enjoy it's. I compare it more to an epilogue. Yeah, that's the thing. I have yet to watch the thing where the re the new 
new cut of it, the death of Michael Corleone. Yeah, I've I don't I've heard mixed things about it here and there. I mean, if it improves it, it improves it. Yeah, but, that's um, true. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Just the whole plot kind of just it also just screamed nostalgia. At times. Yeah, like when they, times. To, when they go to uh, Corleone in Sicily and they're just like walking around with him and Kay. And I'm just like, is there a point to this? It's, it's more just like reflecting on like the past experiences of like, oh shit. That's why it's an epilogue because yeah. it's, it's less of a conclusion. That's why I also love the ending shot too because like you think the godfather you think of like this epic like because the first one ended with like all of them dying and stuff and then like yeah. the doors close uh on diane keaton's character and it just closes godfather 2 is very mellow but seems so epic when you just see al pacino just like sitting down mm-hmm. and stuff godfather 3 it's just like you think oh how are they gonna top this it's gonna be it's just like this very like whimsical music al pacino's old now yeah he puts on his sunglasses and just dies it's like wasn't the dog supposed to pee on him in that in that scene? I don't think so. I think so. I really? I think I remember seeing something where it's like yeah, readjust right. myself. Um, I think. Let's see if the framing's good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think that uh, that scene is actually cut right before the dog actually pees on his body. Wow. Because I guess they want to disrespect him because he was such a terrible man in I his mean, lifetime. I guess I don't know. I I I like how they still use the oranges. As yeah, a symbol. yeah. It's like that's another thing I saw. Imagine Al Pacino's character, Michael Corleone. He's just like, you know, before I die, I'm gonna eat an orange. <laughs> I also love how he eats an orange in Godfather Two. Yeah, because he doesn't like cut it up and like eat it like a normal person. He just peels it and just starts reflects his character and how fucking insane he is in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know why they put oranges in the movies, though, right? Yeah, it symbolizes death and stuff. No, 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 no. no. That wasn't the point of it, though. Was that was just point? like people noticed a coincidence, or I could be wrong. I, I, watch me be wrong and just people start shitting on me. No, I mean, there we, well, we all have our own theories. As I thought, as, yeah. As far as I'm, as my research has gone, uh, it's not that they like Francis Ford Coppola did that, and his intention was that oranges symbolize death. He literally just put oranges in scenes because he's like, yeah, this scene needs a little bit more color. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so that's the reason, and he likes. I guess he likes orange, so he's like, yeah, this scene's kind of bland. Let's just put a bowl of oranges there. This seems kind of bland. Hey, Vito, go pick some oranges or something. I guess. I don't know. Because, like, in the first Godfather and the second Godfather and the third, all of them have a consistent, like, presence of yeah. oranges. Like, when, the third one is definitely. When Vito dies, there's oranges. The third one, of course, Michael dies with the orange dropping. Same with how Vito with the oranges dropping. Yeah. The um, second one, he's eating an orange when they're talking about how they're going to kill, kill Hyman Roth. Yeah. yeah. Um, even like when the first attempt on Vito's life, he went to go pick orange. He went to go yeah. uh, buy some oranges. Just um, a pure coincidence. Yeah. It's literally, <laughs> I, well, well, I feel like the third Godfather, because that's like a 20 year difference. I feel like that's when the theories, like in between then and yeah. in between the Godfather 2 and the Godfather 3, I feel like that's when people are like, I feel like there's something about these oranges. And then the, when they made the Godfather, they're like, yeah, let's just throw an orange in there because the theory, yeah. because it does symbolize death. Do you think, because um, they were supposed to make a fourth Godfather movie. They um, were? Yeah, Mario Puzo, because Mario Puzo was the one who wrote the original book and worked with Coppola. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in the late 90s, and they were going to do it uh, akin to Godfather Part Two, but with uh, Andy Garcia's character, and they were going to get a James Caan younger version oh. played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Played by... Leonardo DiCaprio was going to play James Caan 
younger version. Yeah, kind of a weird take. That's not a good cast. Um, Leo but, DiCaprio is a great actor. It yeah. Now, keep in mind, they only did a first draft of it, and then Mario Puzo passed away. And then at that point, Coppola was like, I don't want to do it anymore. Because if he's not working on it, then... Yeah. So. Well, that's respectful. Yeah. But no, I didn't know that they were going to do a... I know there's a book called The Godfather's Revenge. Oh, there's tons of books. Yeah? <laughs> there's tons of books on The Godfather that different authors have worked within mm-hmm. the, I, I guess you could say mythology. I don't know. The series. The series. That sounds better. Mythology doesn't apply to Godfather, really. Yeah. But, so, yeah. So I have a question for you, then. Mm-hmm. When we were talking about this episode, um, you mentioned something about silent films. Have you actually even seen... Have you you watched silent movies? Yeah. I've seen silent films. What's that like? I've never watched a silent film. I mean, they're shorter than regular movies because it's pretty straight to the point when it comes to visual um, storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess I'll mention the ones I saw at school because, you know, our film school or whatever oh, they yeah. showed us stuff. So one of them was Battleship Potemkin, um, directed by Sergei Eisenstein. Oh, I hope I... Got the right Russian if filmmaker. Said it wrong. No, not Russian. that. It's just there's four of them. There's, there's, there's. Thanks, Christian. There's four Russian filmmakers that revolutionized editing yeah. and montage and such. Um, there is Sergei Eisenstein. There is Ziga Vertov. I definitely butchered that one. And um, oh shoot, I have a couple of Russian friends, and I'm going to show them this episode. I'm going to be like Terry Manu. Ukraine. Huh. And, his, and the last one was was named Ivan Drago. <laughs> Ivan Drago. I must he, he revolutionized montages. Well, a training montage. Exactly. Exactly. Rocky for revolutionized. That's actually uh, <laughs> it was a Russian training montage um, reference. No, but like I saw Battleship Potemkin. That was really good. I think one the filmmakers I saw that are in the silent era was uh, Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin. Those guys. Yeah, I had a feeling you were going to mention Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin, he's the big one. Buster Keaton's probably in second. And uh, Harold Lloyd mm-hmm. was uh, the third out of the, the trio of the silent film comedic stars. Yeah. Um, they did a lot of good stuff. I, wa- I recently saw The Kid with Charlie Chaplin. He directed that. I think that was his first feature-length film. What do you mean by feature-length? Like over 90 minutes? Over 60, yeah. Over 60. Is, oh. is that what justifies? I think, I think what justifies length? is like 70, so it was probably like 70 minutes? I don't know. We didn't do a feature film in high school then. We just did a film. No. No, that... I was trying to, but that's... It's work. a lot of work. It is. But then we hear... That's why I felt kind of shitty when I heard that Rocky took 28 days to film. We spent, like, months on Tough. Well, keep in mind, they had a million-dollar budget for 1976. I offered to donate my quarter. <laughs> you both remember that. And you didn't yes. Credit, and I think I gave it to you, and you didn't credit me as the executive producer. So. Wait... I, you, I gave it back to you. You did? I swear I did. I was like, Josh, please, here you go. The one like, thing I remember about Nevis when we were doing our feature film back in high school was that he had the nicest looking sandwiches. Those things just looked delicious. And he was always yelling. Yeah. Yeah. And no, Christian's yeah. face was always red. <laughs> Christian's face was always red? Yeah, because we were mostly outside. Oh yeah, no, it was. Hot think, day. Oh yeah, and I gave you my glove, my gloves that day. Oh yeah, that day was really you didn't bad. Bring, you didn't bring gloves. Thank you so much. I was much. like, here, yeah, wear them while I'm not shooting. Yeah, that was really bad. Yeah. Uh, where were we going with this? I've never seen a silent film, and I was just like interested because I was like, because you yeah. mentioned doing silent films, and I was like, I've never seen one though. It's so, um, 
I kind of like it. I, I like watching those types of movies because it's very, um, you're literally focused on the visuals. Yeah. You don't rely on dialogue. Most of I'm, the time, they don't put music over it. Oh. I mean, there's title cards, but th- the reason why I always loved it was like within Russia during that time, I think it was like the 1910s, 1920s. Yeah. Um, they use montage as a propaganda tool. Essentially, like this is a universal language yeah. of visuals. We don't speak Russian, uh-huh. but we can watch a film from Russia that's a silent movie, and wow. we'll understand it. Look at me. I'm going to film school. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a beautiful art form. I can watch a film. We can watch a film together that came out over 100 years ago, and we will understand the story just like the people who watched it 100 years ago. And add that in a different language, too. Exactly. In a completely different culture and society. And that's crazy. Actually. And that's why the acting in it is a little bit different akin to what we see now because it's more exaggerating because it needs to be. It needs to be, yeah. We need to understand why was this kid crying? How are they crying? How are they being regretful? How are they doing this, you know? Yeah, and yeah that definitely makes sense. The power of film really does that. That's interesting. You sit yeah. down with Nevis for 15 minutes and then this guy just learns you a thing or two. I mean, there's depressing aspects towards the industry. Like, unfortunately, I think it was... I don't know if it's estimated, but 80 to 90% of films that came out before 1920 have been lost forever because of the fact that it wasn't preserved properly at the time. Because film, it's not digital. It's film. Like, literal film needs yeah, yeah, to be yeah, preserved yeah. properly. But unfortunately, there have been lots of fires over the years, and it's very flammable film. So I don't know what it is, but the fact that you just said that made my stomach drop. It's... It's it's a I mean it, it, that's why filmmakers like Martin Scorsese, Francis Ford Coppola, a lot of those filmmakers during that time have been trying their hardest to preserve as much as they can. Yeah. Because, you know, that's our history. We're kind of losing our history, not just from North America, the whole world within cinema. It's a worldwide cinema issue. You, Christian, you go to film school too, right? <laughs> Does this is this is it, or is he just talking out of his ass? Yeah, but is it, is he onto something? Is yeah. he? Oh wow, because like um like I heard the same thing, but it was mostly about books. You know, books that were books the same carry. Too. Books are like one of the most important things. Like destroying books is one of the worst things that can happen. Like books need to be preserved, and I'd say then movies. That was a Fahrenheit four five one story. That's literally like propaganda. They would burn the books. I think that was part of the story. Yeah, in that one. Um, but no, like. Books have been around longer than film. Obviously. Um, But at the same time, we have to preserve any type of artistic form that we can. That way we can look at it and actually learn from it, actually be inspired by it. That's the whole thing about art that people tend to miss out on is kind of like, yeah, like if you can make something out of it in terms of your viewing experience, more power to you. You know, it's, it's, it's less nihilistic when you talk about, oh, everything is shit and this is the only good stuff. It gives you a very egotistical complex, mm. um, which I, I don't agree with. I think it's better to, like, be open-minded and actually look at different people's perspectives on things. Something as simple as comedies, you know? Yeah. Comedies make a difference for some people, especially when you're going through shit. Yeah, yeah. You got to watch something, you know? If I was going through shit, I don't care what anyone says. I'm going to watch like a, a, a shitty comedy yeah. as as viewers on on the IMDb and the Rotten Tomatoes would affirm or call it. I don't care. I don't care if it has like like uh, the cat in the hat with Mike Myers. Yeah. Dude, I can I will laugh my ass off watching that movie because of how absurd it is. I was about to say, yeah, we, we got pretty serious there. We got pretty deep. So uh, let's lighten the mood. <laughs> Go for it. Penis. 
You're welcome. Thank you, Josh. You're welcome. Um, cool, 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 cool. No, 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 what, no. Was that was that supposed to be a transition for something? Or yeah. Do you, do you just wanna. <laughs> I I just like to say penis. <laughs> okay. Good for you, Josh. All right. Um. I think we we touched on this earlier, and I'd like to go a little bit deeper into it. Uh, Bollywood movies, yeah, because um, we were talking about way back when we were filming uh, one of your short films, Cupid. Yeah, and I think we were going to when we were when you and I were driving to uh, Little Caesars, we were talking about you were talking about like Bollywood movies and Nollywood movies and all this other stuff. Oh yeah, worldwide cinema. Um, yeah. And I just found out of like last week that Neva's my my profile picture Neva's phone is Akshay Kumar. So uh, he didn't even put Shah Rukh Khan. He had to put... No, because I was watching the film that he was in and I was like, Josh, man. So I took a picture. This was ba- this was back in grade 12, by the way. Um, and I just thought it'd be funny. So I put it on my profile. And it's been like that. Since We're not in 12. grade 12 anymore. <laughs> it's been three fucking years. <laughs> I've had Christian's profile pick like that for like, what is it? Four or five years? Like, I don't I think the like only that. person that the only two people in my phone that have actually pro, that have actual profile pics mm-hmm. is Carrie, mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend, yeah, and my younger brother Matt because he got hit by a, a ram truck. He got t-boned by a truck uh, three years ago, and uh, then I just used I, I just put a picture of a white ram as his profile picture. Damn, because a white ram is what what almost killed him. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, that wasn't even the best part. I think we, he, we, yeah, he told us that story too. Yeah. I remember he was like, "Yeah, man." It was like I almost fucking died. I was like, "Yep." Damn. Did he tell you why? Did he tell you what he was thinking? Like why he was distracted while he was riding his bike? My younger brother, by the way, my younger brother got hit by a truck because he was riding his bike. Yeah. And the reason he got hit was because he was too distracted thinking about hot pockets. Hot pockets. He was just, you know, I, I just imagine him like with one hand on the thing, just thinking about hot pockets. Hot pockets. Bang! Bang. Just straight up. Yes. Wow. I hope he learned from from that, not to think about Hot Pockets. Or also that driver. What the fuck? How did... Well, it was... Where was this? It was a few... It was just a few blocks away from my house. Because the thing is, he was also... uh, He wasn't paying attention to the road. He was following a car, Mm -hmm. like just riding his bike behind a vehicle. And I guess because he figured that the vehicle would obey the traffic signs, he just do whatever the vehicle did. And that that truck ran a stop sign, so he ran a stop sign without knowing, and he got hit by a car. Yeah, or not? He got hit by well, a pickup truck. The 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 bike rules and car rules are different, so I think he might have. Yeah, but still, like his like still, basically yeah. it was like it was a it was like a, he had a stop sign, and this vehicle didn't have a stop sign. Mm-hmm. So like it was like it wasn't like it was just starting up and it, like bumped into him. It's it's like it was going like forty kilometers no, an know. hour. Yeah. So no, for bike lanes, for bike rules, I don't. I could be completely wrong on this, but I think that like in terms of if it's like a red light or a stop sign and stuff, all the bike needs to do is look both ways to make sure that there's nothing passing, no cars, no vehicles. They can go, but you know there was. Yeah. So, yeah. So my favorite movie is this movie called Kahona Ho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen any uh, any uh, Bollywood movies? I haven't recently? seen one in a long time. No, no, I remember no. I showed Christian um, a clip from a from a Bollywood film. No, no, da, da, da. that's that's a classic <laughs> though, dude. I play that like oh, such a good song. But no, there was this one. It was an action movie, and oh, the physics in the action movie were amazing. Christian, I showed you where the guy was literally he put the guy's head 
and he like slams it, and then the guy like bounces in the air <laughs> from that, and then we were just like, "What? I don't even get it. It's amazing." And then like he takes the pole, and then he like sh- like moves it and stuff, and then he breaks oh it. Oh my up. god! I you remember know, this. You know this one. Josh knows this. Indian Chuck Norris. Yeah, man. I think Christian said that to me oh, way you back said, in grade 11. Oh, man. He's like, Josh, you got to check this out. It's the Indian Chuck Norris. And it's like he's just <laughs> doing this. Just Nice. And oh, he just yeah. like runs up beside the vehicle and like slams it into the wheels and the car just flips and it's slow yeah. motion. A lot of those uh, one videos of my are on YouTube. One of my favorite things was uh, this movie um, where there's a there's a fight at the end. And the, the the action was just so terrible. Literally, dude backhands the guy, and his hand is literally like he pretty much does this. Yeah. And it's slow motion. They didn't even try to hide it. You see his hand just past the guy's face, and the guy's like, <laughs> and I'm like, come on, damn. It's like in movies, like there is an art form to filming uh, action. Like, oh I'm, yeah. I watch a lot of uh, martial arts films, and yeah. like. Lots of film, lots of like channels on YouTube compare like say one thing is superhero movies mm-hmm. where they film um, what's it called? They'll have like a fight scene in a, in a superhero movie and like for example like in the Avengers or something when a Natasha Romanoff's character will like do something like she'll like spin around their head and like flip somebody over with her like she'll do a trap on their head and then flip them over mm-hmm. and it's like they don't film in the right way and they'll show a clip from like an actual martial arts film where yeah. somebody does that and they use the proper like angles and everything to just make it look so much better mm-hmm. i just think that's interesting yeah. but uh i like the bruce lee movies bruce lee yeah. he's yeah. he did really good action mm-hmm. i'd say I mean, I think I wanted to talk more about this in a, in a future episode, but oh uh, yeah, we went on a little tangent. But Michael Jai White, Scott Adkins. Oh my gosh, Michael Jai White is fucking. He's a fucking beast. Yes, damn man. He is. Like, um, whenever people talk about like uh, like people fitness and stuff like that, I'm like, dude, Michael Jai White. The guy's in his fifties and he can. Like, he is enormous. He's insane. Yeah, he got me. Uh, I I never really did a lot of pull ups when I was younger because mm-hmm. I. Uh, I was more of a push-up guy. Yeah. Saw so never back down too, and I was like, I started doing like, I started going to up, and then I started going to the side. Have you seen that famous video with him and Kimbo Slice practicing punches? Yeah, because it was insane. It was behind the scenes of uh, Blood and Bone. Yeah, I could not believe that. Like how he just taught. He was like, look, it looks fast, but look at this, and he just like, he couldn't. He didn't even move his hand. Whose phone? Whose phone is that? Oh wait, that's mine. That's Josh's phone. Josh, you have notifications. The last episode, they they heard what you did. They didn't like it. I'm sorry, Josh. What happened in the last episode? I don't fucking know. <laughs> All right, I think that's a good place to end it all. That that is a good place to end it. Josh needs to check his messages because he doesn't know. Don't read my mess. Don't read said. my messages, oh, man. Christian's <laughs> reading the messages. He's, like, <laughs> He's gonna type it. Anyway, my mom and Christian's just like talking smack. He's like, Josh is smoking all the weed. Oh no. I'm oh, getting super no. drunk. Getting super drunk. Mom would beat me. Yeah. My mom would beat me with that dumbbell. Damn. Yeah. God damn. But, uh, you know what's funny? What? I have to pee again. Are you fucking serious? I think I might have a bladder problem. I. What did you drink? A coffee. You probably drank like 10 gallons of water before. Yes. Anyways... All right, well, um, if you want to wrap up because you want to go to the washroom, go for it. I do. So, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, we have to call it a day here. Um, leave a like and a comment down below if you're on Spotify. Uh, check out our YouTube channel. 
Uh, that way you can see the actual v video footage of us talking. You can see Nevis bending down, grabbing his water bottle over and over again. Oh, thanks, you drank Josh. more water than I did, and you're the and I'm the one that has to go to the bathroom. That's why I don't think. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> um, if you're watching our YouTube video, our social media should be on the screen by uh, by now. So follow us on Instagram. Check out our Twitter. Uh, if you're feeling generous, uh, send us a donation on Patreon. And uh, with that, give us some movie recommendations. Uh, I'd love to watch something in the next week. Nice, right. nice, cool, yeah. cool. Cool. Talk Peace to you guys out, next time. Peace out, y'all. Peace.